Hey everybody, this is a podcast, Kicking It with KJ. So we're going to be discussing, you know, the ups and downs of a volleyball season, specifically from the KJ point of view. And we're going to talk about how we work on building the character of the student-athlete from a really young age to their IDO soft to college. And we're going to talk about all of the wonderful experiences that you will have. And traveling around the country, competing at a high level. Lifelong memories with your teammates. And wow, what about all that food around the country? I know you like that, Ryan. Yeah, that's, a lot of food. That's one of my favorite parts, too. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dives with KJ. So listen in, take some tips, have some fun with us, and hopefully you enjoy this as much as we enjoy making it. Bill and I are back in the studio, and wow, we have a great guest. Such a special to my heart guest because we have Carla Reyes in the studio today. Hey, Carla. Hello. Hey, Carla. Hi, Bill. So, Carla, how long have you been a parent in our club? I have been a parent in your club for about three years. Maybe longer because wasn't your oldest daughter in our club? And then there was that injury, so I didn't really count that. So three full years. Got it. Yeah, three seasons. (laughs) Rudy's a healthier kid. (laughs) She is. (laughs) (laughs) So Carla and I have a history. Back in the old days, uh, Carla and I used to coach together at the university. So back in Tulsa, we played against each other in the Palouse. I was a vandal. Carla was a Washington State Cougar. Wait, did you play with Cindy Sims? I did. Oh, wow, small world. Yeah, we'll talk about her later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Carla is a local out of Tacoma. Carla, talk to us a little bit about your upbringing in volleyball. So volleyball was probably the sport that I knew the least. I was more of a fast pitch player, basketball player. Volleyball was just something that uh, I filled an empty season with. Really instantly liked the sport, the energy, and all of that. So that kind of came much later. Maybe end of junior high, beginning of high school. What high school did you go to again? Went to Bellarmine. Ooh, you're a BP. Bellarmine Pratt. Yes, <laughs> I did not I did. know that. Yeah. I feel like volleyball's definitely emerged. I don't think kids do that as much anymore where they're just filling a season. They're more likely to play volleyball than they ever were before. So that's cool that's it. Yes, but I also wasn't a club player. So I I mean anytime I could play a season at school, it was, you know, it was a gift. It was really oh, nice. exciting. Yeah. So that's a lot of the reason why I just wanted to keep busy. You know, it, club started and you kind of did it. So you can get better for your high school team, and it is not that way now. Kids, lots of kids are playing club, and it's not as important to play club for high school as much as it is maybe the other way around nowadays. Right. Why do you think that is, Bill, or Carla? I think the the major recruiting portion happens in the club scene. Um, unless you have a, a club or a high school coach that's really involved in recruiting, most of the recruit like we're getting ready to go to Kansas City. It's a huge recruiting term. It's me, hundreds and hundreds of coaches there. Where in high school, those opportunities aren't the same. I definitely agree. And also, you know, you're you're playing a much higher level when you play club. That it's just, it, you know, it, you're more jazzed to play. It's more exciting to play. And when you play high school, you have to remember that not all of those kids are, are playing club. And so the level isn't quite as high. Last week, we had a podcast on gold medal squared, which is the system that we run within our club. One of the primary principles really within that system and focus is that you recruit players that jump high and hit hard, strong outside hitters. For those of you that never had the opportunity to watch Carla Reyes play volleyball, she is a jump high, hit hard, doesn't know anything else about the game, 
Except jumping high and hitting hard. 100% accurate. Yeah, if I could only give somebody two things, I would want them to have those two things. Outside hitter, jumps high, hits hard, super dynamic, full of energy, and was so amazing to watch play. And when I became a, when I was young and became a young new coach, I was like, oh my gosh, who can I get that I trust and can count on to move to Oklahoma? <laughs> A state in the Midwest where there's tornadoes. That's all I knew about it and had the losingest program in Division One history at the time to move there with me. And someone recommended Carla. And I only knew Carla as opponent. I didn't know you really any other way except my best friend from high school played with you. Right. And so I called you and you were like, sure. And <laughs> we had no idea what we were getting into. And you really didn't know much about the game except... You didn't even know how to rotate. No, I don't speaking think. of Cindy, she pull, she was our setter, and she literally pulled me every rotation <laughs> where to go. And you know, I'm not ashamed to say it. I didn't. I was very new to the sport, and you know, she had played a lot. Everybody had 100. <laughs> percent That is true. <laughs> and really made the experience so great for the players and athletes that came out of that program. And we turned the program around before we both left. You found a husband and. <laughs> Married and had a bunch of kids, and I stayed in volleyball, ironically. And then here we are again. Right? Full, Full circle. circle. Exactly. Anyways, that's going to segue right into the thing that you brought to the court as an athlete is you play multiple sports. And I am such a fan of athletes that play multiple sports. I think about just coming off the loss of an incredible athlete that had a strong mentality of that can cross over into every sport. Right. And it's so amazing that someone like you can bring that to the game and you have two daughters that play multiple or three right that play multiple sports so right. can you talk to that a little bit it was actually my experience with recruiting when I would go you, you know you would send me off and I'd go and see some of these top teams and they only played one sport and they only played volleyball and you had these parents that were just so invested in it because that's the only sport they played it just became you know what they do and they kind of lost that fire and so that early on kind of uh triggered with me and then later on when I had kids I just wanted them to be out there competing and I also worried about um, injury and you know if you're hitting the same way all the time that motion that wears down you know on your shoulders or your knees or whatever I wanted them to have a break but I wanted them to stay active and I honestly believe no, no matter what sport you're playing, if you're out there being competitive and working hard, it's still going to benefit you when you switch to the next sport. I definitely live by it, and I, I don't regret it at all. It is harder to do now because you do run into coaches that want you to just stick to one sport. We managed to get by, and so far I've been pretty successful at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You bring up some really good points there, Carla, and the high schools have a big impact on that as well. Kentwood, when we were there... When it was time to do spring scheduling, Daughtry, the athletic director, she would have us do Monday and Wednesday, and basketball got Tuesday and Thursday. And some schools fight over those schedules, like basketball just goes the entire week. Volleyball's scrambling to get their kids there because they have to choose between which summer's sports they're right. going to do. And it could be the other way around. I'm not just picking on basketball. If you talk to college coaches, they understand that overtrained athlete too. There are certain clubs that do such a good job of training their kids five days a week, maybe even more. And then by the time they graduate high school, they've been so heavily trained that there may not be a lot of potential out of them. That's a very real thing that coaches think about. So you bring up a really good point about it. it's not going to hurt them if they don't do that. They you know, don't just devote themselves to soccer or volleyball or whatever. Don't get us wrong. For those that are only committed to one sport, year-round kudos to that and those are some very strong committed volleyball athletes 
and we love those athletes as well. We're just fans of what the dynamics of different team sports or individual sports could actually bring to a person's mentality in competition as well. Yeah, and they'll never have that opportunity again. They go off to college, and it's, I mean, very few athletes are able to do track and field and volleyball or any of that stuff. But in high school, I'm thinking of Jesse Ganger, who was a great basketball player and then was a great volleyball player and went off to college and full-ride scholarship for volleyball. Took advantage of those opportunities, and her mom was a basketball player. Or what about Courtney Thompson? I mean, that girl played four sports, and I think even five sports growing up as a young young kid. It takes a lot more management and to manage your school and your life and your your friendships and all that, for sure. It definitely brings some different character and different mentality into competition, which I'm going to say over and over again, for sure. Yeah. Great point. Carla, as a former Division One coach, talk to me what it's like to be a parent in the stand right now. Well, I think my situation is a little bit different because I'm a single parent. I think if I wasn't a single parent, I'd probably uh, want to help coach a little bit more. But in my situation, sometimes, uh, most of the time, they just want me to be mom. That's what I love about KJ. And honestly, I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. I know the coaches. I've either coached with the coaches. Some of them I've even coached. And the philosophy is the same. So for me, it's awesome that I can just drop my kids off. I don't, have you ever seen me in the gym at a practice? I haven't, Carly. Nope. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm watching Netflix in the parking lot. That's why. <laughs> I know that everything that I would tell them, I, I don't, it's already being told. And so I then get to slip back and be just mom and just be raw, raw mom. And it's really not hard. You know, it really is a difficult when you have that kind of confidence in the coaches that, you know, your kids are involved with and lucky enough to. Um, that makes involved. me feel really good to know that Carla has enough confidence in Maria, Baloo, and me. <laughs> But, no, you know, I read an article once that talked about this this guy that was a coach, and he said, the reason I don't coach my kids, and one of the points that he brought up that sticks with me, and you just touched on it, is that you want your children to build healthy relationships with other adults. And if you're in the gym, why wouldn't they look at you? Why wouldn't they want to go talk to you? You're the most important person in their life. So you being in the parking lot watching Netflix gives them that opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to, to build those relationships with these adults that are going to be influential and, and they're trying to teach the same things that you are at your, in your home. So anyway. right. Right. And not every parent has that same confidence. Thank you for sharing that. And we know that and understand that. But if there's some open dialogue and discussions or concerns, or maybe your child needs that parent uh, observation and time so that as a parent, you can have some positive conversations afterwards. You know, you didn't give it your all during that second drill or whatever. There's certainly some healthy conversations you can have with your parent, but I do love that. And you also get mom time. I do. You get a couple hours of, you get that windshield time in the commute where you get to catch up with your kid because they're so busy these days, but you get that mom time where you get to take a nap or right. watch a, you know, a flick that you don't get to watch with your kids there. Well, we have a rule in our house and we're weird, but if they're in the front seat, I don't like to be that mom with a teenager that's on the phone. So if they want to be on their phone, they can be in the back seat. But if they're in the front, then they're, we're conversing and you're right, that drive. And we, I come from Lakewood area, university place. And so that, I mean, that's precious. Even when, you know, Rudy is of age and she can have her license, I doubt I'm giving that up because that's the, you know, 45 minutes where I get to, you know, hear all about everybody and everything. And to me, that's that's just precious. I won't, I won't ever have a chance to do that, you know. And you're learning that with your older daughter you, when you lose that time. It's, do. it's hard. Mm-hmm. That's a cool rule. You'll see me driving around with three kids in the back and nobody <laughs> in the back. <laughs> that's also an option. That is their choice. <laughs> 
but they also get hungry, and then that's that's <laughs> all also part of it. The drive-through is right there, so up hey, front's the best. Seat. I'm glad you brought that up, Don. I sure don't want to send a message that if a parent comes into practice, that we think they don't <laughs> they don't trust us that they're overparenting, because <laughs> that's definitely not the case. But I do like. I mean, and Carla, you know this as freshmen that go away from home for the first time, they struggle sometimes, and you become their parent yes. as. The yes. college coach with the younger kids. I mean, I remember several kids, we're not going to name names, but I remember several kids that struggled with that adoption to college life. And I think it's, you know, the parents have struggle as well because, you know, you're coming from a situation where your child, if she's playing college ball, she was amazing in high school. Like everybody knew and had a lot of success, right? Then they're coming to a college situation where every other kid was doing that as well in that same situation. And now they're not the top dog. And that's, Right there is that's the first hit right there, not only for the athlete, but especially for the parents. And and you'll remember, sometimes they would say to us, so good. Like like we ruined them. Like <laughs> no, more like they just they're not okay. <laughs> Maybe. But I think they don't understand, you know, obviously the competition level is is way higher. It, but it is a shock and it does you end up as an assistant coach, I was lucky to be able to have that relationship with the girls, whereas you as a head coach you know, you really can't. And I, and I, I, I do cherish that, but you did do a lot of uh, parenting uh, right from the get go when they got there. Cause it's such a shock being away from home as well as on the volleyball court. It's different. Right. For sure. And I feel bad for my parenting skills at that age because we were very young. <laughs> we were only about five years older than <laughs> right. the freshmen. Yeah. That was tough. You obviously have four kids. Three of them are very active in sports, and your son also has activities that he's involved in. And we have so many different family dynamics within our club. We have busy working parents that have multiple jobs. We have parents with multiple kids. We have single parents trying to manage this lifestyle and this schedule and travel and not only the financial side but the time of it how did you manage it and how do you manage it now one i our our families and our on this team who we've had for a couple years now are i couldn't do without them honestly i can't miss work i can't travel because like you said i have multiple kids that are kind of doing the same thing i'm that mom that sits in the living room while thankfully other moms and dads are live putting it on facebook live so i get to watch but i don't get to be there thanks chuck thanks jenny (laughs) as far as sometimes practices that you know practice at the same time my kids don't drive, so you know I've got to get them there. But nothing but support. Rudy, my daughter um, that plays with Build, has traveled without me and been with the Santillans every single time. We buy tickets together. I don't know how I'd be able to do it if we didn't have that family support. As a group, we got together at the beginning of this season. I don't know if you know this or not. We were very much talking about how we were just a no drama group of parents that just wanted to be supportive not only of our kids but of each of each other and, and right, of the coaches and of the coaches. Yeah, absolutely. And we wanted to make sure that raise your hand who's going to be traveling with kids who isn't and you know and just talked about how we could make sure that all the kids are getting there traveling with an adult safely Um, we have awesome team parents that once you get on site they've got them so even the parents that are going on the trips can kind of relax and do their thing and our team parents just rock they just take them from the get-go until they're done i mean honestly i couldn't have asked for a better uh, placement yeah that team that team mom or team parent in our case it's a team mom is instrumental in the success of a season I would put them just as valuable as an assistant coach maybe even more so because they spend so much time with the kids and uh, Jenny's uh, just outstanding at it 
She really is. And she and Dave together. They both, they okay. pretty much do it together. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, Dave, Dave too. I mean, there you go, Dave. <laughs> Carla makes wonderful tamales. And one day she brought some for somebody and they left early. So I got them all. Yep. And I, I ate all of them. So Carla, Bill, so nice to have you today and your perspective. And I miss our times on the road, Carla. I mean, we had quite the experiences throughout the Midwest. We had everything travels. from scary to exciting and everything in between. We really did. And just the recruiting process and to see you now as a mother and raising kids, no doubt your kids were going to be incredible athletes and all of them are. And just how they carry themselves on the court, which makes them better athletes too. And I know it's what you do to lead that too. So thank you. I didn't know you two had such a history. I had no idea you coached together. So it was fun for me to learn. Yeah. Yeah, we have. And we were both really young and inexperienced and didn't know what we were doing. So it's nice to see us on this end of that. <laughs> and nice that this isn't a show where people can, call, like our players could call in. Right. <laughs> so really quick before I close, I have to tell this story. I get a text the other day. I don't even know if I should because other clubs around the country have heard our podcast. But I get a text from someone. I knew they were from Tulsa. And I couldn't, like, put it together. And then they said, are you going to Kansas City? And I said, yes. And then I still didn't want to say, who is this? <laughs> I got a new but phone. Then, <laughs> I, <laughs> then they said, is Carla going to Kansas City? Does she have kids? And I'm like, oh, I know who this yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's a Tulsa thing. Yeah. yeah. So That's it was funny. It was funny. Because... In this volleyball world, when you travel around the country, you meet so many people that you build relationships with, and it's great. Well, you know, I will leave with, you know, what the funny thing about that is that in all the sports that I've played, because I also played four sports, volleyball is that one sport that every sport, every state that I've moved to, which has been four now, I always gravitated toward the volleyball community. There's just something about it, whether it's playing women's as we did, or coaching club as we did, or, you know, our husbands or boyfriends or whatever played on club, whatever. It's just, it's a great community, great people. And I know that because I always end up in that same community. And it could be that way for another sport, but it isn't. It's always, always volleyball. So I'm excited that my kids get to be a part of that for sure. Yeah, cheers to that. All right. Well, thank you. And we are out. 